Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now you both got to want to work on it right and I think we did we both wanted the relationship to keep going and it was after you broke up with me like but for like for like two minutes (laughs) I dumped your bitch ass for yeah for two minutes and then I broke a coffee table he's like oh shit I love you actually (laughs) you broke my favorite coffee table yeah (laughs) she shattered my coffee table well you shattered my heart so it was eye for an eye and um it was an even trade yeah, I mean, coffee table, my heart. Coffee table's life for your heart. Yeah. Hello, welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo, Hello, and this boy. is my partner, partner. Of, in marriage, Stephen Green. Like we're in a gay relationship? No, you could be a partner and be straight. Like we're cops? Yeah. All right, I like that. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's like a buddy cop movie. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. And I'm like the anal one, and you're the goofy Can one. Can you be the anal one? Yeah. You shouldn't be. I love anal. Do you? <laughs> no, I don't. I know. But I'm the one that gives it then. It's a real sticking point for me. Ah, sticking point. That's not what I meant. That's funny. I don't like it. Oh, that's true. You're not, you didn't, it would never be funny. No. Anyway, can I continue with my topic or yeah. are you going to be anal about this <laughs> intro? How about it? Okay. So. As I have said in previous episodes, we were going to um, do an episode about our the beginning of our relationship and whether or not we would have told ourselves to break up had we submitted back then. Let's yes. say like we wrote into the show and yes. we're like, hey, this is going on. Like, should we break up? Would we have hit the breakup button? Right. And I wanted to delve into that because... Probably. Yeah. Because probably, <laughs> probably. Like, if we're going to give people advice... Like, yeah. I think it it's because it comes from a place of being able to relate and you can kind of distinguish whether which one's kind of going to make it yeah. and not and like which one's going to be a waste of time. <laughs> so just to kind of paint some context, paint the picture a little bit. Steve and I, we've talked a lot about this on previous episodes, like our first year of our relationship was really rocky. It was mm-hmm. like not a dream. Like a lot of people. It was also like, great. 
like oh we're in the honeymoon phase like a lot no. of people when they first get together like in a honeymoon phase and then like down the road they get married and they're like oh yeah it wasn't like how it was in the beginning you know ours was the opposite it was but it but it was also great yeah exactly like, like, if it wasn't for the great parts we would have been fucked yeah well right? what what great parts are you, were your favorite back then um any time that you and me were just hanging with each other like when i didn't have to sit in traffic yeah first yeah you were very angry man <laughs> make me very grumpy very angry man coming from maker studios to see you was like the worst thing of all time yeah i know and i was like dude i've never seen someone so pissed when they pick me up for, for a date before yeah i mean i just had to like settle into it and it then was i was fine just like once i settled in i was fine I don't know. I'm asked the fuck up. Like, if I'm having in a bad mood, but like I'm on a date and I'm trying to put my best foot forward, like, I, you will not know that I am in a pissed off mood. And I am who I am. Yeah. There's nothing it's I can do about like, it. It's just like, this bro is like so mad to be on this date. Yeah. But I wasn't. And then I was fine. Like, like, yeah. like, like you said, like 25 minutes in, I'm fine. Yeah. Like, yeah, picking you up, I'm just getting out of traffic and like fucking A. Um, LA is just brutal. Yeah, it is. And then parking around my neighborhoods. Oh, it's just a really fucking bad. nightmare. Yeah. I, you know, and like she has it easy. Like I'm coming to her, mm -hmm. and I'm not saying it should have been the other way around. I I'm comfortable with that. But then mm -hmm. like sometimes her street's so packed it takes me 45 minutes to park. But that wasn't after like sitting in traffic for an hour. That wasn't anything we fought about at all. Like never, I, never, I never. honestly I was never just like her for it. No, and I was like just observing. I'm like <laughs> I would say like out loud like you're really angry. <laughs> when you pick me up you're really like mad yep. i'd be driving around he's like i fucking oh, then, hate traffic he just really hates traffic i'll park like four and a half blocks away uh-huh and then yeah it's a little bit dicey getting to nikki's place okay so say you're writing in the show what's the, all the stuff that's like okay i really like this person because oh i mean you know like we were fucking non-stop right yeah that was awesome yeah that was cool and like but you could do that with anybody not with anybody. I would do it literally anybody. I know you would, but I can't. <laughs> no, I. I mean, it was. Um, we had a passionate time. Yeah. And and I was like in, genuinely in love with you, like from the moment that yeah, we got cause, cause together. Yeah, because we all know that like people can have sex and not doesn't mean they're gonna make it. Like so it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't mean they're doesn't. No, mean I was like in, yeah. in, in, in. Well, it, we from the beginning, like the third time we had sex, we both were like this was like making love. Yeah, like yeah, we've yeah. never experienced 100%. the making love. Like I always thought that was just a corny way of saying you fuck somebody. Yeah. But like it literally, it was. there's no other way to describe no it. Like it was love. Yeah. And um, it, it was like um, the most romantic thing of all time. Exactly. Yeah. It was just the most romantic. Yeah. It was not like, it wasn't like all horny like no. it was i mean like obviously the chemistry was there but it was the chemistry was so there it was insane connected yeah but it that, was like our souls connected this was like almost like you're doing an improv scene and you're heightening it it's like yeah the chemistry is there but then you're heightening it and like that's when yeah we, neither of us had experienced that before so never. there was so there was that and then and it wasn't something we went into it like let's make love no it just happened no right? not at all in fact like we are really romantic people i would say but like i don't think our like our sex like what turns us on is kind of more rough like it's not yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not really like that romantic no. type of sex that's a fact yeah so for that to happen very organically was just a very first time experience yes um i also feel like you know we were we were friends for three years so i got to get to know each other's like personalities like i already knew that he was like funny and like very gentlemanly i feel i think that it was like really the first time that i'd been treated in a way where someone was like really courting me you know i mean i had i'd gone on some dates and like some guys said they were courting me but this this was like you were actions are bigger than words motherfucker yeah i really just felt a lot like of guys like to say that shit but they don't do it yeah, I mean, they would take me out to dinner, so it was true. They were, like, technically courting me, but, but like, you were, um, like, you, I felt like every time we went out to dinner, it wasn't just for the sake of, like, you're taking me on a date to because you have to do the action, the steps, no. you know, going through the motions. I genuinely felt like we got to know each other on a really deep level each and every date. Like, yes. our first date was, like, crazy. Yes. It was very... Storybook. Like, just, we Fairy clicked... Tale. We just couldn't stop talking. It was like 
every time we talked about a new subject, I felt more and more connected. Like this is the person I'm meant to be with. So there was this underlying, like almost like a knowing, like I'm supposed to be with this person. But then we would, f- we started fighting a lot, yeah. like arguing a lot. Well, there was a lot of built up resentment from previous relationships that we were taking on each other. And we didn't really know how to identify that at the time. Yeah. So we just like, we just kept on slaying each other. Yeah. And, and like kind of, paintbrushing like oh i thought you were like this but you're actually like this yeah, and yeah. being mad push away push away and then that's how resentment builds yeah, of course and so this is what happens in a lot of relationships i feel like you know you fight resentment builds even when you make up like you just you you have makeup sex or whatever but you don't forget and then so the next time you, you fight so the next time you fight you're still like it's adding on to the previous one, yep. the previous thing, and you're like, okay, well, this is another one, and now you start like developing almost like a tab of all the shit that they have pissed you off with, yep. and every time you get into a new argument, you just remember all the other shit that pissed you off. It just builds about and them. builds, yeah. And then you just start using arguments as excuses to like destroy each other. Yeah, and you feel like. Fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. need this guy. Yeah. <laughs> My life. For sure. Yeah. Um so But like let's let so let's talk about like if I was to write into the show. Yeah. And like what am I gonna say exactly? Like I'm gonna say like, okay, I'm with this chick. Yeah. And <clears throat> everything's amazing. Amazing, yeah. And but like sometimes, you know, she'll say something or really it's not even just like what you were saying. It was just like, I will look for a reason why this is bad. Mm-hmm. That was what I was doing. I felt like you said hurtful things. But exactly. That, yeah. I was trying to push you away from me. Yeah. Like, because I was like, I want to look for reasons why this is bad. Mm-hmm. And so I will hurt you to prove that this is bad. And see, yeah. you don't want to be with me. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah. Subconsciously. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like I said, I have a fucking hundred mile um view on this thing now but when you're in it it's yeah. just a completely different story well when you're in and when you're used to relationships operating like that you're just like all right i'm i got I, i've been prepared for this yep. i practiced already i already know i know this game and that's how it was for me too and yeah in my previous relationship like i remember thinking like okay well relationships are sacrifice like all the means that everyone says right yeah like and so <laughs> i remember <laughs> forcing myself to like, you know, because she was really into this fucking show called Skins. <laughs> yeah. And I remember just being like, all right, that's her show. So let's watch the show with her. And I couldn't fucking handle it. Mm-hmm. Like, I might as well just watch Nickelodeon. I can be like 12 years old again. And like, I'm like, this show completely fucking sucks. But to her, it's like this profound fucking masterpiece show. And like speaking to her and her age. And I'm five years older than her. And I'm like, I don't care about this you don't shit. Get it. It sucks. Yeah. I don't want to watch this shit. I'd rather like honestly just stare at a dot on the wall. So did you feel like you have to do that yeah. in order to to connect, maintain the relationship? Hundred percent. Okay. So when like when we got together and I didn't want to watch your show, did you feel like that was a diss then? No, honestly. Okay. Um. Well, okay. So over the over time, I actually was maybe overly sensitive about that stuff, and yeah. so I didn't really want to share too much of my stuff with you. Yeah. And get rejected. Mm-hmm. But like you and me had a real great commonplace like in the beginning where like we both love sketch comedy. Yeah. So we're just sharing sketch comedy with each other and yeah. just laughing our asses off to that stuff. And that was already like way better than anything I had before, yeah. that, before <laughs> that, right? Um, so then I was like, man, this is fucking great. This is like fun and like um you know then I, I would say it took a couple of years for me to show you like my favorite movie, like Heat, for example. Like, no, you showed me in the first year, but I but you fell, asleep. fell asleep. But you didn't get to watch it, watch it till like a couple of yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. But still, like, yeah, like um, that that was something that was like cool. But like, it's not like I need you to like Heat. It's just right. I want to share a part of myself with you. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. And like, who cares? It's a fucking two-hour movie you watch on a night, like with me. It took we, a long hanging... time for you to watch Eight Mile. Yeah, exactly. But but exactly. And <laughs> yeah. I, I just think that we both had a, gr- a killer time anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't even... There's It's like a je ne sais quoi or like I don't know how, I t- I kn- how we knew. Like 
Like even it on New Year's, remember like, we watched South Park every New Year's? Yeah. And like nobody's Well, the bummed. first year we watched Blackfish and that was a bad choice. That was a very we bad were choice. really sad. But we both agreed that that was a bad choice. That was yeah, we that we agreed on it. Yes. Okay, so here's the thing. That's what I kind of wanted to get to is like what okay, I w- I, we don't need to formulate what the letter would have sounded like if we wrote in, but okay. w- I wanted to know two things. One, what makes you want to work this out with this person? And two, what things have what uh, violations have they done? Like what are what were their crimes? What did they do? Crimes were not. What did they do wrong? Not, you know, not big enough crimes to fit the yeah, punishment. Because right? that's I think how we gauge whether yeah. or not to hit the breakup button. And here's what I would say if we were if we're narrowing it down to like what are the ones that we would not hit the breakup button with and why? Okay. I think that it has to be someone who you connect with on a chemistry level. Yes. 100%. For sure. 100%. Like that is just something that here we are a decade into this thing. And we're still very much into each other. Chemistry is off the charts. Like super like and when you're I'm not just talking about sex. I'm talking about like just now we finish each other's sentences because it's just there's it's, it's, it's there. Like there's no, a chemistry this there. This morning Nikki's laying in bed and I'm looking at her and she's looking at me and we did this thing with our eyes and we're both doing a, a fucking full heightening game with our eyes <laughs> for like four minutes. But like we both were doing it and I watched Nikki fucking chuckling her ass off in bed. We think things the same things are funny. We just think the same things are funny, yeah. yeah. So, okay, and we so heighten things the same way and there's that. Have the same stupid brain. There, exactly. Someone that you would want to hang out with. Yes. Because you're going to be hanging out with this person. I was actually, um, I was reading this tweet thread, yeah. Twitter thread of um, a bunch of charts of how you spend your time, your like where your time goes yeah. over time. And it's like the the first like 15 years of your life, a lot of it's centered on your, your parents, like you're spending a lot more time with family and then it drops off a lot in your 20s. And then friendships, it like peaks in your 20s, but then it drops off firmly in your 30s. And then with your spouse, it goes up in your 30s and just kind of stays there like you so your spouse is the person that you are going to spend most of your life with like your time in your life like not just your life but the time of it during your lifespan like that's the person so if you're going to spend all this time you gotta like hanging out with them there's so many couples i'm like they can't wait to get away from each other and it's crazy to me because it's, it's like, like well, couples I don't know. vacations away from each other i'm not trying to i'm not judging but i'm just like how why would you enter a legal contract with with I someone know. that makes you miserable okay so there's that then the core values i think our, our core values were always the same no matter 100%, 100%. what at the end of the day even if i th- fucking hated your face yep. like we had the same core values of how we viewed life how we thought life should be. We were both really big on loyalty. Um, the biggest. It's like our number one. Betrayal is like the biggest sin you yep. could ever do. Yep. If, in fact, I think a lot of like some of our fights like were a miscommunication or a misunderstanding you where have had my we back felt about betrayed. This. Yeah, 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 yeah. We felt betrayed was, was the core, and we could both relate to that. So there's that. Um, and then I would say the one thing that. Like if all of those are there, if all those are there, then you just need to work on conflict resolution. And if you're already at a breaking point anyway, where you're like, I don't know which way to go. Like, should we break up or stay together? All these things seem like they, they're they a match, but then we just fight all the time. So if all of these things are there, all these components, all these like ingredients to the cake, but you just can't make the fucking cake and just the cake keeps coming out flat. Like, I think that if people could just really work on their conflict resolution and communication skills and we talk about like developing a language it's going to be different for every couple so like we can't just tell you our language and then it's like a fix um but one like you got to be willing to your partner and you both have to be like we both want to work on this. Mm-hmm. Not just like one's got their foot out the door and like you're the one trying to hang on to them. You both got to work on maybe it's a Maybe it's a right person, wrong timing thing, if that's the case. But 
you both got a lot of work on it, right? And I think we did. We both wanted the relationship to keep going. And it was after you broke up with me, like, but for like for like two minutes. <laughs> well, I dumped your bitch ass for two yeah, minutes. Yeah, for two minutes. And two then minutes. I broke a coffee table. He was like, oh shit, I love you actually. You broke my favorite <laughs> coffee table. Yeah. You just got to break their coffee table. That was number four. Yeah. Is break their coffee table. Break and see, their coffee see table. If, and see if it lasts. And see what happens. Yeah, see how they <laughs> just react. Just see what happens. Question marks. Three question marks after. This is why we're like really qualified to give advice. Yeah, like we're yeah. professionals exactly. on every level. She shattered my coffee table. Well, you shattered my heart. So it was an eye for an eye. And um, it was an even trade. Yeah. I mean, coffee table, my <laughs> coffee heart. Coffee table's life for your heart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, it was one of those things where, um, I mean, you know, to zoom out a little bit, right? Like, I just loved you, mm -hmm. and and I and to me, the intensity that I loved you at was so crazy for me, especially going from zero to one hundred like we did. That I was really curious as to how this was going to work out, yeah. Because I was I was so certain from the night that we made love on. Yeah. I mean, frankly, from our first date. Yeah, from our first, first date. date definitely. Well, the first date, I texted my friend. She was like, how's it going? And I was like, do you want chicken or steak at the wedding? Yeah. Little did I know I would give up meat by the time we got married, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. But I I just knew I was gonna marry you from that night. Yeah. And it was like the spookiest, weirdest thing. But no, like, it really was. But we're both gut people. And um, like it, it was really like just a gut feeling like, I'm gonna marry her, I don't know how. Yeah, and that's why it was so and, okay. confusing. But but then even tonight, right? You 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 mentioned something. You're like, oh, I want to show you this photo of me and Franklin from ten years ago, right? Yeah, eleven years ago. Eleven years ago, whatever. Yeah. And then like, um, you know, this like I, I it's weird. I already knew you were gonna do that. What? Yeah, I don't know. There's like there's like something I don't know. There's something about you and me where I just yeah. I like I had a dream about that last night weird yeah it's like weird it's just weird like i just i don't know me and nikki just click on such a way that it's just it's like an ethereal level yeah it's just like a no-brainer like i had a dream um too recently about you and me having a daughter and yeah like, it was like the most it was you know how i always know i'm dreaming yeah because i'm a lucid dreamer or whatever yeah so i always know i'm dreaming but this dream wasn't like it was weird it was like it wasn't like the dream knew that I know I'm dreaming, but it was there to like show me a painting of huh. something. And like we had a daughter and she's the most precious thing I'd ever seen. And it was like the most heart meltingly thing, <laughs> like heart melty thing ever. Yeah. But then like it was like crazy because like you and me and like in our current timeline. Yeah. We're both like, fuck we're kids. We're both it's like, well, we're getting so annoyed like, with kids lately. <laughs> yeah. And like we had, you know, we've had friends over lately. And like, like I love kids. We love kids. But lately it's just been like the toddler phase of of kids for our friends and they're and family. really loud and i just cannot handle the yeah. noise like yeah. how loud they are i told my sister I'm like, it was really loud I'm like, my nephew cody i'm like he could be an x-man you could rob a bank with this kid because he fucking has a banshee scream it, banshee scream banshee scream i'm just like why are they so loud and i'm so glad i'm his uncle and not his father yeah same i'm like okay i could deal with this for like a day <laughs> but I'm like it's only because I know that there's like a light at the end of the tunnel where they're leave after. Yeah. So and yeah. Archie, Archie, our boy, yeah, our, he's, he's our godson. Great. We love Adorable Archie. Adorable as hell. Love him. But Archie, if you're watching this even 20 years from now, we love you. But you had so much energy. Where the fuck does it come from? I'm all up too old for this just shit. Just chill the fuck out a little bit, Archie. Yeah. Archie, just sit with the phone like other kids do and just watch a stupid show. Just like be like zombied out, you yeah, know? Yeah, like, watch a stupid show. Oh my you can't, goodness. Though. You can't. They're crazy. They're crazy. So we don't, I just don't, we're like, how How would we even have a kid? But, so like then, that, but that's what yeah. I mean, right? So like, you know, we're just connected on such a level that like even that dream I was having, I normally lose a dream. This dream was like, hey, here's an example of what yeah. could happen. And I was like, Jesus Christ, dreams, you are so profound. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like dreams, you are like I thought you were profound before, but now it's like on a whole nother level. Yeah. So we like I could deal with it with some earplugs, maybe. We both know it'll precious. be on me. We both know it'll be on me. Yeah. Just like breakfast. Just like you know, if I you gotta need... win a WSOP bracelet first. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a given. Yeah. Okay, but so back to what I was saying about the conflict resolution. Well, okay, so first of all, yes. If, if we wrote in that first year, yes. I would say, don't break up yet. We always do this, like, 
here's what you should confront try. your partner with. See what, here's what see you how should your conflict try. resolution yeah. can pan out. Exactly. And see what, like, if they're open to this. Exactly. And if they are, I think you have a shot. Yes. But if not, then then you have your answer. And by the way, folks, when you disagree with each other, that could be maybe the best time to to really sort out your differences. Almost like, you know, in satire, right? My favorite form of comedy. Mm-hmm. Using an extreme example, uh, using an extreme example to form a point, right? To yeah. really stick the audience with the point is, in my opinion, super effective. Like when I, one of my favorite videos I ever did was I got a homeless guy, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, off the street. And the first thing I said to him, I was like, hey bro, I'm gonna pay you like, you know, 100 whatever bucks. Just come with me for a couple hours. And I was like, I just want you to know the joke is not on you. The joke is on the people who do this kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And he and then I when I explained to him, like those videos, he he already knew he had a cell phone. Yeah. He's like, I know about this. He's like, Oh, I'm so down. He's like, I'm so down. Right. Yeah. He was really stoked. He was like our age and he was just really down. And he was, you know, he was he was the type of, of guy who um, you know, I don't know how to say this in uh, in the most respectful way, but he's almost like a homeless entrepreneur. Yeah, he's like, he's I like come, a professional homeless. Yeah, he's like, I come on here, I fly a sign, I can usually get like $300 in like a, a day and a half. And he's like, and that pays for the XYZ, and then I have a phone and all this stuff. But he knew exactly what he was doing. He was very... He, he had a, a he budget. Had a system. Yeah. He had a system. And so, yeah, I did this video where, you know, I basically get this homeless guy and I'm like, hey man, like, um, I want to give you a little bit of money right now. And like, hey, look at that camera right there. And aren't I a really good person? And yeah. then he's like, yeah, you're a great person. <laughs> and that's the whole video. And then it heightens and heightens and heightens. And ha- I give him balloons with your I face a, on it. Yeah, yeah, I give him a cake with my face on it. I take him to dinner and I'm like, I paid for it. I'm the fucking man, aren't I? And then there's, we go into a hotel room that I, I'm like, this is your hotel for the night. And like, and the and there's in the hotel there's bo- so many balloons it's insane he can't even pull the covers off of his own bed because there's so many balloons on it mm-hmm. and he's like troubled by that and then there's a song being there's like a, a person did a song it's like Steve Green's the fucking man and like there's a band that says Steve Green's the fucking man and like you know what the comments were on that video you made it about you, <laughs> Do you don't you love it stark examples underline great points and so when you have an argument with your partner. Over something crazy, and let's say it's something like wild, right? It's like, it's like Nikki is basically like, um, you know, um, I am against threesomes, and I'm like, I'm for threesomes. Something just nuts, uh-huh. where you can now open up the conversation to how you're going to resolve this conflict because it's like something so starkly different. Like, you want threesomes, and I don't, or I want threesomes, and you don't. Like, we're going to be able to really figure out our problems here. Because mm. it's such a difference of opinion and it's so stark that like if we don't agree or if we can't figure this out, like it's there's going to be real problems. Well, then there's I think that that's kind of a breakup level because it's no, it, like, it, but, yeah, but, but but yes. But but what's it for? Right. Like like what's behind the argument? Like, like yeah. you and me the whole time we've been together. We always find out what's really well, going I'm on gonna behind get it. Get to no, the actual conflict resolution part yeah. and how we dismantle. Yeah. Um, during arguments, like to, like but in, I'm just approach saying, it like, out there. If you have extreme examples, sometimes that can actually be a gift. Like like not necessarily like don't look at it as like oh that could be deal breakers. Sometimes it could be a gift if you can get to the resolution part. That's all I mean. Oh, hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So what I was gonna say though was that um like so before all of that, I think that you have to clear out the resentment part. Absolutely. But I, I want to get to the conflict resolution part because yeah, I think you're jumping ahead okay. here. Like you're okay. jumping like five steps ahead. True, true. Okay. So I, I'm just putting, if someone's in this position right now where they, because I feel like a lot of the people that write in are in this position where there's like, I've, I've been in this relationship six months to a year. Something like, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's serious enough to be serious, but it's short enough that I can get out right now if like it's, you don't think it's going to work, you know? Yeah. And here's what I would say if you think that like these are signs that I think that you should stay together and try to resolve it. But here is how. And we will get into it right after the break. Please say hello to our sponsors. Tell them we sent you. Buy whatever we tell you to buy. And check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash sticky. S-T-I-K-K-I. We do Crypto Corner once a week. Steve does like goes in depth with all of your crypto questions. We do a live stream once a month. And you get these episodes a few days early. So... And most of all, it supports the show. Yeah, it supports the show. And, and you get it to pays, be involved. And it like, helps Mark. It helps Mark. And you get to be part of our illustrious 
Discord community. And they are the best. We love them. They're the best. So, yeah. Right after the break. BRB. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out a huge amounts. Like we're not desperate. We're like kind of desperate. We're giving shout outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So Huge shout out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout out right now to Mark, Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Blake. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> okay, welcome back. So you've decided to not break up, and this is what you're going to go do with your partner now um, to see if – it's something that's worth continuing and building and, and salvaging and whether or not you might be able to construct a healthy, harmonious relationship together. And no, I don't think that when they say relationships are work, I don't think it means that it's a headache for the rest of your life. I think that I it means that. It's not that. You, you dig through these tough moments to create solutions that then make everything easier afterwards. It shouldn't be tedious. Exactly. Yeah. So the first thing that I would do and after gone, having gone through this, it be, where it's like, I love this person, but I don't know why it's not, we're not like working out, right? Um, Oh yeah, I never got to the, you have to have chemistry and you have to have compatibility. So the compatibility part was like the best friends part. Sorry, I I missed that point. But like compatibility and chemistry combined. Can't just have one without the other. Has to be both. And then you know, you're like, okay, this might work. Okay, so then you go to your uh, significant other and you are like, hey, I love you. I want this to work. I just don't, I don't know what we're missing, right? And you have a long talk about everything that you resent them for and allow them to apologize for it. And then you now have to decide whether you can truly forgive them. And when I say forgive, it means you'd never bring that up again because you truly, it's resolved. You believe that they are sorry for it and you accept their apology. And this is the time where we did the arrows exercise. This is the, exercise. Now, the famous arrows the, fam- the famous arrows exercise, yes, that, exercise that Steve made up on the spot, but it really did work, I think, so, on a we sub, let it shit you go. know, like because you can consciously do something, but if it's still in your subconscious, yep. it doesn't really get released. And so, I think this exercise just really helped the subconscious yeah, also release it. Go. So after you they apo- you say what you're resentful for, they 
they, they could ask questions about it. Maybe like yeah. they want to defend their, their side or whatever. Good. That's fine. Like, and if they can't do the arrows, that's fine too. Yeah. It's just about when can they get you there. You take the arrow out of where it wounded you yeah. and then you, you physically you break do it, it yeah. over your knee. Yeah. And that's done. It's done. It never gets brought on. up again. And honestly, I don't even remember a lot of the stuff Same. that we brought up that day. Well, it was mostly like me cheating on you. And you yeah, broke it all yeah, over your knee. Yeah, and, 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 and now it's and done. Were, yeah. No, but seriously, I actually just talked to a neighbor about this where it's like, if our, if you ever cheated on me, if I cheated on you, it's over. Like, it's done. Yeah, like, yeah. it would break my heart forever, but like, it, I just can't, I 100%. could never trust you again. 100%. But for some people, they can forgive cheating and that's okay, but you can never bring it up again. You can never be like, yeah. well, you cheated on me, so blah, yep. blah, blah. Like, if you're choosing to get back with this person and accept them and their apology, like, you cannot... You have to clean slate it. It has Never to be clean happen. slate. So then, and then the other person does the same, where like yep. he then went over everything that yep. he like had been secretly. A lot of the stuff I had no idea that he was secretly harboring. Like some of this stuff actually extended to before we were even together. Do you remember this? I remember no. you brought up a conversation we had at VidCon where I gave you a critique on one of your videos. Yeah. And you oh, didn't like, like it. That sounds like me. So you held on to that. I do that. This was a year before we even went, got together. Like a year and a half, I think. Before. Welcome to the inside of my mind. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah I would never have guessed that I he... Am, I am a holder honor and I don't forget. I didn't even think he was pissed off in that moment it, when like... People mostly don't know. So I, I said, like, I thought we were kind of like shooting the shit about like com comedy structure, right? And yep. and I said that he hit this note uh, too, too many times. Like I, th I thought that he could have heightened it. He just hit the same note a lot. Yep. And he really fucking it. hated that critique and so later when we were fighting like you know like a peak thing he um used it against you yeah he but without telling me that that was where it came from but just like he basically he didn't respect me at all and um and so that so he i don't even know if he knew that that was why ultimately like deep down until he brought that up Maybe one of the reasons why I've wanted anything in life, honest to God, is this thing that I have about revenge mm -hmm. that people don't even fucking know, right? They don't even know they pissed me off, but they did. Yeah. And then I build it into like Mount Everest and I turned and I have to climb that thing with a with two two fucking ice picks, but I do. And then by the time I'm up, I'm up on the top and I'm yelling at them about how I did it, they don't even know that they built Mount Everest for me. Mm -hmm. Like, But it's happened to me my whole life. It's just how I do things, I guess. Which is fine as long as it's not a person you're trying to spend the rest of your life with and that's fair. build respect and for that's very and fair. have a nice relationship and we with. we work things out. Yeah. So, yeah, this was the beginning of me figuring out that, I mean, he does this with other people and I knew about it, but I didn't know he had, he had a secret, a secret against me. You know, that he had it's been fair. building. And so he brings us up and I apologize. And he, it's like he had never heard an apology in his life That's before. <laughs> I don't think like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't think like that. I see it as as me versus you. Yeah. Yeah. Until, I mean. I'm not proud of it, by the way. Yeah. This isn't something I'm proud of. Yeah. This is just how I do stuff. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I was a we, kid. Look, we I recently a <laughs> had a thing, a stupid thing over Mario Kart that this happened with, and I like immediately called it out, and then he immediately apologized for it, That's and then we fact. laughed, and we had That's a, a drink. It was just. She just knows me. I mean, look. Yeah. I, I, look, I was a kid who was bullied. Yeah. And I think that, that this is my way of dealing with bullying. Yeah. Where, um. And that, like I said, stark examples, right? So like I was getting bullied. So it's a very stark example. It's like somebody calling you names and like literally shoving you, telling you you can't sit with them at basketball games, even though you're on the basketball team, which you worked your ass off to get on the basketball team. Yeah. Like you, everyone said you couldn't get on the basketball team and that's what made you get on the basketball team. Right. And that's what made you drive after basketball practice to the park to go shoot basketballs with your mom sitting in the parking lot for two and a half hours because you wanted to prove to everybody that you belong to the basketball team yeah. even though you're already on the basketball team mm -hmm. that's i get that that's how i grew up right so yeah. so then again stark examples to underline points that's that helps me right but then then you take that same energy into just like little things that people give you and it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. And I know how ridiculous it is. I really do. I'm, I've evolved a little bit and grown Especially when bit. they're not trying to bully you. They're not. Yeah. Dude, dude, I had a buddy, you know, we have, uh, 
we have a group of people that we're all friends with. And one day he was counting on me about crypto stuff. And you know exactly what I'm talking yes. about. And um, he did this in public. And I said, okay, cool. I'll never forget that you did this ever. I'll never forget it. And I reminded myself that he did this every morning that I woke up. Every single morning that I woke up, I reminded myself that he did this. And, you know, last run when I hit the million dollar mark, he was the first person that I texted. I did it live on Crypto Corner, actually, just to let him know. And he had no idea. It was something I thought about every morning when I woke up. And he had no idea. I wouldn't say that's the healthiest thing. It's just how I do. But it's just what you do. It's how I do. And and I'm not saying it is. I was also bullied. And my way of coping was to detach from everyone. Yeah. And like, well, I don't need you then. I don't need you in my life. I'm I'm happy alone. I'm actually really happy alone and I truly am. I'm truly happy with the activities that I do. I could I could keep myself occupied for hours. Um I just felt like you enhanced my happiness and now you don't, so you're gone. Bye. Like and so Fair. I told I told you that that's like hey, I I'm detaching from you. Like you did. It, so that you have an opportunity to Save the day. To save it, but like if it continues, like I'm just, I'm just gonna, you're gonna detach. To. Like yeah, and yeah. I just once you're dead well, to me, you're dead to me. The thing is, is that you hadn't detached from me actually. No, I had You were telling no. me that you were thinking of that as beginning like a process. To. Yeah. yeah, well, like, I feel myself yeah. doing that, like because yeah. as a reflex. Yeah, I, like I think of all the things I that I dislike about you, and then I'm disgusted by you, and then I don't even, I can't even get back the like for you, even if I yeah. tried. Yeah. Um, but I, I re- recognized that I was beginning to do this and i communicated it so that and you were like this means enough to me to want to save it (laughs) you know so not just enough to me you're my number one thing yeah you're my number one priority and i made sure that you knew after that yeah after that yeah for sure this this was this was a pivotal day a a pivotal day yes so i wasn't communicating that you were my number one no effectively and when i realized that i nipped it in the bud right yes and that's i'm very good at that yeah. You raised the problem and well, I'll nip in the butt. Well, because we, uh, there were a couple things where like I, we both put each other as number one now. Yeah. But I always felt like I prioritized you as number one and not that I'm giving up my life for you, Hell but no. that like if need you to. needed me or if I made you a promise that your, the promise I made to you is worth more to me than any other obligations that yeah. I made. Um, so I'm going to choose you first. And I didn't feel like you were doing that back. And then it was like salt in the wound where you talked about how you used to do that for another girlfriend, but then you realized that you can't do that for people. Uh, so I was, the, blah. I was 25. Yeah, I know. So then, so these were the, some of those things. Yeah. So we, so we released a lot of these, these things and I feel like it felt, didn't it feel like a weight was yes. lifted? Like afterward, it just yeah. felt so That's light. That's the arrows thing too. Yeah. Yeah, it felt really light. So that was amazing. But no. that's the thing: voicing it, voicing the trauma, removing the trauma. Yeah, right. And then you feel weightless after because you can't rewire the mechanisms, the like the stuff until you remove the resentment. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get all the gunk out yeah. first. You gotta clean yep. it all out. You gotta unfuck everything, yep. and then you can put back pieces in a very healthy way. That maybe that's why fucking JK crew, look at me, bitches. You're welcome for the arrow method, you fuckers. Yeah. They all swore to God. Oh, Steve and Nikki just live in a fairy tale land and shit. They love the arrow method. Yeah. They all love the arrow method, but that's the thing. Like you have to, you have to do it. You have to be open to it. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't work for you know if you're like being silly about it, but yeah. like. Yeah. Um, no, it's true. I, and I say it out of love. It's just, it's beautiful that everyone's gotten a lot out of it. Yeah, I love yeah. That. I really love it. Me too. That. Yeah. So. We cleared the resentment out. And that doesn't mean that our relationship went to like fucking cherries and rainbows after that. It didn't. It was better because we removed all of that shit. Like it felt lighter and everything. But we still would get into like a heated argument here and there. Of course. However, this time when it would come up, it wasn't something where we just held on to it and let it build. This time, we both felt like we were on the same team. Yes. And so even when it was like emotions were there and it was heated, it wasn't at the partner. It wasn't at your like. It was at the argument. It was at the frustration of the the thing. And I always made sure to verbalize like to separate the two. Like I'm frustrated at the situation. Like this, the situation is what's making me really upset. And like 
And I think, and we, then we would try to like solve the problem together. Like, here's why I did this, and here's why I'm reacting like this. Yes. And we de we deconstructed things, and yeah. we still do. And this we still do. Most this of our is our process. Because me and Nikki wear the same jersey. We're both wearing green now, right? Mm -hmm. We're both the greens. Yes. We both are like wearing the same fucking jersey. We're, we just got really good at like doing it fast now. Like legit. before, when we had our training wheels on at first, it would take maybe like. Uh, a couple days to like kind of get through yep. a lot of back and forth maybe we're stuck on the same issue for quite a few arguments yep. and you're you wearing know? nikki jersey i'm wearing steve jersey still so i'm like i see i still see you as not on my team so i'm like trying to stick up for my team yeah instead of trying to solve the problem whereas once we got on the same team we're in the same jersey yeah we're both just like oh well this is what's going on out there like this is why we can't score mm -hmm. <laughs> right? yeah right? like we, we're not playing defense on here like we got to get on this guy and fucking make sure that he can't shoot and then sometimes like you'll throw you throw out a thing like well maybe if we try this tactic and we go that way it's like no nah, it wasn't that like it probably wasn't that we, yeah. we, we go back to the drawing board and like yeah. okay what if it was this <laughs> but we would uncover it yeah it's not that immediate right it's like yeah you know one time we're on a podcast and we uncovered like a whole fucking litany of shit yeah right and yeah. that was great for us though it was great that was like maybe it was embarrassing in the moment it was so embarrassing because it was in, in front of someone else but... in front of one of our friends yeah but then it was like dude this was like beautiful like this was, I, I would say that was like probably our biggest like as far as like stop gaps go that was probably the last one yeah and then we had like, definitely it was like breakthrough city usa after that yeah and that was what like six years in some of the five yeah, five years yeah. in it was like four years ago something like that yeah but, but that was something too that we didn't even know like i like yeah. genuinely like her to me or me to her we didn't sit there and know that that was something that was bothering us but it was mm -hmm. like the last one of the last little screws that we hadn't like unscrewed yeah. and it was just completely unaware to me and so like actually if you watch this footage which never was released but if you actually watch the footage of it you would see me looking bewildered because i don't know what the fuck's going on and then Nikki is like explaining, like pouring her heart out about what's going on. And I'm so confused. And, yeah. And like, that was like the first night of like, I think the next two days of me and you just figuring out yeah. this last little thing that we actually got so much out of. I'm so glad that that happened. Yeah. I mean, we've, and since then, it's so funny because we'll, we've argued in front of our friends, our friends before, yeah. family before, sure. but we, it's like, there's emotion involved, but we get through it so fucking fast, yeah. and they're like, "Wait, you guys are done?" Like, yeah, <laughs> like, no, yeah, no, yeah, we worked it out. Yeah, we're good. We're good. It, no, it's so. I know it's so funny. It's really funny. But we because, earned it. And I and I I actually think that if we did have kids, I'd want them to see that because mm -hmm. it. I think it's a really healthy way um, to resolve to resolve things yep. and quickly, and and you could see why, and you could see. Yep. The mechanisms it's not a hidden behind closed doors thing i think a lot of the reasons we're not taught this is because it's it's so hidden you know people your parents don't want to fight in front of you okay obviously um or if they did it was really bad it was like uh, you know traumatizing almost I could hear it anyway dad yeah <laughs> but they didn't do a healthy conflict resolution in front of you so you weren't taught that exactly. you, you never saw what it looked like to resolve things in a healthy way and honestly one of my biggest rules too with Nikki once we first got together I said let's never ever involve our parents yeah because they're not going to be there for when we solve this stuff mm -hmm. and so they're going to hold on to the argument and not the resolution yeah and we never did that and thank God because our parents yeah like one of the, my favorite things about you is how much you love my family the only time I ever <clears throat> asked my mom about anything we fought about was more just to see if I really fucked up when I was crazy I or not I <laughs> You want to talk about it? We talked about it before on one of the episodes, before, yeah. yeah. But it was when I kissed, you I kissed, kissed my yeah. my girlfriend, yeah. like, but in front of everybody in my party, it was in front of me. You're sitting in my like, lap. It was like a drunk, like, it, like we just thought, like, because I was in my young twenties, and it was always like we would go to Playboy Mansion parties and stuff, and yeah. it was always just like we're drunk, let's make out, like, but it wasn't yeah. sexual, no, like, yeah. did not have any sexual feelings at all, zero, like, never. I just thought it was like crazy we're crazy we're drunk we're blah, blah, blah. let's do something crazy yeah. like, and, and like people 
it was kind of normal for like people to be like, oh, they're crazy, you know, and then like whatever. Maybe it's an attention thing. I don't know. For her, I think it was. But yeah. for me, I was just like, like all right, my friend does this when she's drunk, exactly. like whatever. And um, Steve got really hurt by that, I like was. by me kissing someone else. And understandably so, I it didn't even cross my mind that he would ever be hurt by that. And so that was the only time I asked my mom, like, is this, is this crazy? Like, am I bad? Like, is that like, like, am I just so like oblivious that this is like obvious cheating? And like, I just did. I mean, I would have never done that. Like I, I, I didn't even think that way. And she laughed yeah, <laughs> and she asked my dad and my, and my dad laughed too. And so I was like, you know what, you know, like even though, okay, it made me feel good to not feel like a cheater, yeah. but I still <laughs> respected your, um, position or like your feelings and about your family it. did too and i appreciate yeah, that and they too. Did too even though they laughed and i and i honestly <laughs> you guys know me I, I can appreciate a good laugh yeah. anytime even at myself obviously yeah. at myself the most please please I mean, laugh literally me. on the last episode or maybe it was this one you talked about me crying in a closet like yeah it's funny like exactly. even though my feelings my are. feelings are valid okay my exactly. feelings are valid they but are. the way i dealt with it is funny it's no funny. and honestly that was funny and and i love your family i love that they're open and honest like that yeah and and sometimes I am being very silly. And I, I was being a little bit dramatic here. Mm -hmm. But I think it was just about the greater thing of like, yeah, it's, it's a very stupid thing. But it's not. Your lips are my lips. Yeah. And my no, lips are your lips. No, once you explained it that way. And that was it. I was like, that's that was really, that's me. actually really sweet. That was it. I just I love thought, you and I just want those to be mine and that's it. I And I agreed with that. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I respect that. When you put it that way yeah. and you were kind of, you were vulnerable about it. Yeah, and, exactly. that's the thing is I was. It's a it's a vulnerable thing to admit. I was like that. I love you that much. I was like that was really sweet. But then some people say, "Well, oh, he's using love to manipulate her. She just wants to make out with chicks, and that's awesome." <laughs> you know what I mean? I get that. I get it. I really do. I just want to squeeze. We just want to squeeze each other's boobies and. Nah, you weren't Can we squeeze that. each other's boobies? You weren't even doing, we weren't that. doing that. Shut no. the fuck no, up. I was trying to. The, well, they're the audience know, out there. They're like, oh, yeah. No. It was if my wife wanted was to make true, out with women. Like sloppy whores making out with each other, like. That's a, that's a no, fact. No, then we would have titty grab for sure if we were no, sloppy No, but I'm whores. saying sloppy whores. Whores. Yeah. Whores light. Yeah. But we were, whores light. <laughs> sloppy whores holding drinks. They can't grab titties because they're holding too many drinks. Too many drinks. <laughs> yeah. A lot of jello shots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Happened but no, that night. I, and there, you know, again, I was being dramatic. I was definitely just trying to voice something, but ineffectively. You yeah. Know? Trying to tell you what I really and that's okay. Wanted. I mean, I'm not. It's not a smooth process in the beginning. I, know, exactly. I think, and so then that's. I think the final evolution was we really got good at streamlining our language. Like yeah, it's when insane. we communicate now about um, something that we're arguing about, it's like so so quick, so smooth. Yeah. The other person gets it immediately. It's faster than our ad breaks. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like insane. It's really really fast. Yeah. But in the beginning, it was. It's a process it, of. And really, it's like, okay, let me hear my partner. What are they saying? What are what are they feeling like? Yeah. And it's a complete. Do they mean that, or do they, do they mean something else? It's a complete else? trust yeah. that if I open up to you about my whole heart, my whole feelings, that I'm that you're not gonna spit on it. You know, like you're gonna listen to it and. And really take it in. Yeah, and have my back. Because that's, the thing. that's another thing with other bad, toxic relationships or unhealthy. You get used to not voicing it because you don't want them to use it against you as a weapon. Yes. Like, and call it because people. Too often. I'm very emotional. Like, when I'm having emotions, whether I'm happy, sad, angry, mad, frustrated, like whatever the, the whole spectrum of emotions, it comes out as crying for me. Like it just comes out as crying. I'm like when I'm really happy and looking at a beautiful sunset, I'm crying. When I'm really sad and in the pits of depression, I'm crying. And when I'm angry at things, I'm crying. And so I can't help it. If I have an overflow of emotions in any direction, it's just I'm crying. But way. I'm still talking and speaking logically yep. and clearly. However, previous partners would take the emotion and just immediately use that as a weapon against me. And it was the most frustrating, most gaslighting thing I've ever experience so i got really good at just hiding when i felt any emotions just like not sharing them and like being open about them because i didn't want to be called crazy or that my emotions were 
making me crazy or think wrong or whatever. Growing up, my mother dealt with this. Anytime she was in a debate with somebody or getting yelled at by credit card people on the phone or whatever the fuck, right? Like they would always, she would, anytime there's a heated argument, she doesn't mean to cry. Yeah. But she has to cry it out. It, and then you're mad at yourself or and, you're just frustrated because you're She's crying. so mad at herself. So then you're crying more because you're frustrated. And then the, your debate opponent is just reveling in it. Fucking yes. like an elephant in water fucking on their own heads like constantly just like yeah well yeah you can't handle the argument i guess because some like, for some reason in this world of reality like you you can't have logic and emotion at the same time i guess so i was raised with the opposite right so i was raised with knowing that those are two things that that are codependent actually believe it or not mm-hmm. like emotions and logic go together because that is how you voice your logic is through your emotions sometimes like especially during a heated moment but but that's you know and my my mom was the most frustrated person but you are my mom in many ways yeah and and I'm so, so glad that you had that experience I am too with... and and I really am and and you know um my older sister too I'm really uh, my hot sister Jen yeah I'm very appreciative we of wouldn't her. be on the show we wanted to have her on the show she, well the, she broke all the cameras for the thumbnail. <laughs> exactly. <One of> the, <laughs> well, she was on the show, but we, she broke all the fucking cameras. Yeah, yeah. We had to buy, we had to buy we had new cameras. Seven thousand dollars in cameras. So, but no. But um, I was. I'm really glad that I was raised by, by, you know, my sister and my mom and and my dad too. My, you know, the old man. He um, he, you know, had an interesting way of communicating um during when I was young, but it definitely didn't let me mince words right like when it came time for me to speak my piece i had to know what i was going to say yeah <laughs> i had to be in and out right like and um i'm pretty good at that like getting in and out of a point i could tell a story i could tell us a, 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 a 20 minute story in two minutes mm-hmm. or i could give you the 20 minute version if you like or i could give you the 12 minute version if you like 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 i just have learned how to get in and out of things quickly mm-hmm. like through like experiences like i had growing up right but then um yeah, my mother is like the strongest woman I have ever known, um, but she doesn't see herself that way, and it's very similar. It's because to Because the world tells you that emotions equal weakness, and yes. then you're just told that, so then you start believing it when it's not actually true. Yes, and your emotions are actually a guidepost, and I think that people who are really like uh, in tune with their emotions, that like it's really big intuition people like it really helps your intuition i can read people very quickly very mm-hmm. easily even the slightest change in someone's emotions i pick up on it super quickly yes, because of of how like sensitive like and when i say sensitive not like i'm sensitive at like any little thing will set me up more like i'm just very sensitive to the change in energies yes. of anything yes. whether it's from happy to sad or mm-hmm. from angry to mad or like someone's slight adjustment of emotion and as a people pleaser you're hypersensitive to that because yeah. you want people to be comfortable around you yeah i don't know which came first like because i'm like i this makes me uncomfortable that they just shifted emotions so maybe i need to change it in some way i don't yeah. know which came first but going back to the yeah. argument stuff it's being able to be vulnerable and, and express it to your partner and trust that they aren't are going to take you seriously and they're going to uh hear your feelings and then the person if they hurt your feelings they say sorry and sorry does not mean that you're wrong it just means hey sorry i hurt you because i didn't mean to because you obviously didn't mean to hurt your your partner and and then you say sorry and then they're like okay well thank you and then then you work on the problem together because a lot of times it's hard to work on the problem when the other person doesn't feel heard yet Mm -hmm. so the the your partner hearing the hearing you and validating your feelings and then being like okay let, i'm sorry let's work on it now um that's like step one then you both get to work on the problem and you like you they're more receptive to hearing your side because you just heard their side and um and it just it it just becomes super easy yeah. to like to want to work on it together and our relationship went to the next level when we wore the same jersey mm-hmm. right we're on the same team and we attack problems in, from that angle. Yeah. It's like, well, okay, well. Because when know. I win, he wins. When you win, I win. Exactly. Yeah. Let's. Why let's, would I tear down someone that my teammate? Exactly. Like, like as teammates, let's find out what's going on out there. Yeah. So we can fix it, and not like it's you versus me at all times, which is what couples do. And it's such a huge mistake. It's what really fucks things up a lot. And yeah. Builds resentment and keep and and keeps resentment and then. 
people keep on pouring more layers of concrete on top of the resentment. Well, and they do things like, well, let's get married. That'll fix it. God, I know. Because <laughs> like once hey, we get married. Maybe if we have a kid, that'll fix the it. The baby then. will fix it. Let's heighten, heighten, heighten. Yeah. Let's buy a house. That'll fix it. Let's have a baby. That'll fix it. Yeah. It's but just... promise like if, it, like, it, like we are, I'm, I really feel like we're just sharing this because I don't think it's some, it's some shit they don't tell you for yes, sure correct. that we had to figure out. And I think it would make everyone's relationship so much more streamlined if they could just, if they just saw like how to resolve arguments in a healthy way or resolve, um, you know, issues. And also it's a, it's a really good sign or big like red flag if you're not able to do this with yes. the person that you guys probably should break up like and if you can't look if you can't jump out inside of yourself right if you're like i'm too passionate i'm too angry or whatever give yourself a little bit of a break or whatever yeah and but then try to come back at the argument from their perspective like understanding yeah. their point of view is what will help you solve the problem because once you're in their head and they're in your head and you're trying to solve this as partners and not as enemies you really will find a lot of common ground and you'll just start to break the arguments apart like in a way that you didn't do before. And that's all we want people to do. Yeah. Truly. And even if you guys can't come to the resolution together, like sometimes you just, sometimes you can come to a resolution without giving up your, like we can agree to disagree, yeah, right? That's um, happened to us a couple that's times. That's happened a couple times, yeah. but mostly we agree on everything, but yeah. sometimes it's like, hey, I don't agree, but I respect you, right. whatever. Right. Um, even if you can't get there, though, this will make your therapist's job so much easier if you guys decided to go to counseling eventually. Instead, we've never been to counseling. But if you did, you've already done like a lot of the work for Absolutely. them. I think it just it, like a lot of people go to counseling. They're like, well, it didn't work because counselor took their side or whatever. Like I felt I, I hear out. that all the time. Yeah. It's so embarrassing when I hear that. Yeah. I'm like, Wait, what do you mean you're their side? You're you're on your partner's side. Mm -hmm. You should be on their side. Like if they're if they're juxtaposed against you, then you got to dig in and figure out why that's happening. Mm -hmm. That's it. But if you do all this stuff first, it's so you don't feel like there's sides. You feel like, hey, we've done this much work, but we can't find the solution. But guess what? Like you said, it's work. So you got to put the work in. Yeah, you have to. And that and that's the work I think that people when people you say hear, marriage is work. Yeah, marriage yeah. is work. Like yeah, but it shouldn't be miserable. <laughs> It shouldn't be miserable. No. It shouldn't be something where you get done with work and you dread going home. God, no. It's not miserable. It's it's the best thing I've ever like, done. You should be excited to go home and hang out I, with your I partner. I can't wait. I'm, so, excited. I'm always excited to see her. When, so. I, when I hear stories like that, it makes me sad. And I go, how could I help this person? Because yeah. I think everyone deserves to be happy. And you know, some people are going to stay miserable in their relationships because it's sunken time. Um, costs where they're just like well I already put five years in I don't want to go back to being single and I'm not here to try to help those people but some people that genuinely are like what can we do how do I save this I love this person but it's just it hurts yeah. um, I think that th these were things that really really helped us and if we had known in the beginning it would have been even more it would have been even quicker yeah a lot of times and recognizing that like what the actual issue was like that you were projecting things from your past relationships yep. and vice versa and and, and having the balls to voice that yeah you know and even that like helped a lot even like childhood things like i yep. i think a lot of um inner child like steve was talking about being bullied and like so then he developed a coping mechanism when he was in middle school and mm -hmm. he's now using it in his adulthood relationships and maybe <laughs> it still works in some faucets it's of his life it's very productive very productive productive sure but not in not healthy not in, always not healthy in a relationship no, no. So there are some some things like that that you can recognize that like, um, you know, coping mechanisms that you developed in childhood. But anyway, I thought that that would because of the majority of our relationship questions are. I love this person, but I don't know if it'll work. Should we break up? Um, try that. There's that. Yeah. There's all of that. I uh, hope that this was helpful. Yes. It is some shit they don't tell you. Maybe one day we'll have you'll have the privilege of hearing us argue on a podcast, Why not? and we'll, we'll resolve we'll it, it we'll on it the in. podcast. Actually, one of the first times, one of our first podcast episodes, like back in the 
very beginning, yeah. like the fifth episode or yeah. something like that. I remember. We had a big argument. There were guests there too. Yeah. Um, and Mark, our producer, said that he he thought we'd be together forever because he turned of the to way my brother he, Nate, who was helping with the show. At the yeah. Time, and he said those two will be together forever because the way we solved because it, of the way that we resolved we argument. resolved it in like fifteen yeah. minutes. And we we actually fought a lot. Um, like not fought a lot, but like had quite a few arguments. In the on, early days, on, of in the early days, for sure. Podcasts. Yeah, for sure. Well, it was a whole new way of um, communicating with each other. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was and great. And we figured it out. It was productive. It was great. It was productive. You learn, bitches. Like, God bitches. forbid. God forbid you do that. But no, no, there is something I want to close with too. Yeah. There is something that has been out there on the internet that I started, obviously, because I was talking about how, like, you know, I put a lot of undue pressure on you to come when we were fucking. Uh-huh. And it was like this game that I was playing with you, like like almost like you know, like a fucking, I don't know, what do you call it? Like, like I I, I like, hey, I I control you, like I'm gonna fucking fuck you. Like you're the man. Like it's yeah, an I'm ego the, thing. Ego thing, but like yeah, it was like a game thing. But then I I would be like, you know, I would be like, hey, come for me right now, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like you would you would just tell I, me just. Fake it. I did. Yeah. Because <laughs> then I could relax yeah, and like actually enjoy the experience. Exactly. But but people truly believe that I don't make you come when we're fucking. No. And I but exactly. But I'm like, I'm like, okay, let me just clarify this point because like it's so like I was trying to be to be open about something <laughs> yeah. and like help people like in their own lives and like don't put undue pressure on yourselves and shit like that. Yeah. But then people go like, Steve's not even making this bitch come. Like, what? And I'm like, dude, that's not what the fuck's going on. It's just that I was doing this stupid fucking. So you want me to clear your good name? No, no, no. No, I want to say this out loud because yeah. I, but no, but just, just for clarity purposes, yeah. it's not even about me, honestly. Yeah. It's about like this entire thing, like, especially like as we talk about sex stuff. Yeah. Like, I was putting undue pressure on you. Yeah. That's what that was about. And I was trying to call myself out for that. Mm-hmm. You don't call yourself out and say, oh, I wasn't making this bitch come. I can't make her come. Yeah. Who, who does that? No. No, I was just trying to say like, yeah, I I um I made this I I was trying to do this like game almost. Mm-hmm. And it was putting undue pressure on you and it was ruining the experience. Right. And then like I got rid of that and yeah. now it's all Gucci, but like some people are like, yo, this guy can't make this bitch come. Well, they're stupid of them. No, but, I see the whole point. No, I know, but but yeah. I just wanted to cement, underline the point again. Yeah. With stark examples to make sure that people know because some people can't communicate sexually same thing mm-hmm. and then they think you know they'll they'll think that the result of that is oh well you know it's because of this but it's not because of that it's it's it's, it's a whole different argument mm-hmm. that's nothing to do with the, what the fuck you're talking about but yeah there's a different issue different issue yeah sometimes you think you think it's this but it, there's an underlying issue and you talk it out and you, yeah. you figure out what the fuck's going on but that's the point of communication right mm-hmm. like sexual relationship Right, like all of it, it it's all just a part of the whole fucking taco of like, you put all these ingredients together, and that's how you get a taco. Yeah, that's and that, oh, now I want tacos. We should order tacos. We should order tacos. Okay, let's I do hope it. every I hope I'm everybody delighted. orders tacos, tacos tonight. Right. We're gonna go get some tacos, guys. Yeah, I, I hope you do it too. was good talking about this. What does that mean? I don't get taco. It. What does that mean? Talking talking about it yeah it was, it was good talking about it taco to you later did you get that one no what what are you doing all right i gotta explain some stuff to steve but we'll see you guys you, next you week oh it's okay baby let's after all i'll explain it uh it's okay i love you uh we'll still talk to you later um tune in next week it's okay it's about it says it was a pun, it's a pun do you want to you want to come no, get some tacos no no no. You can't, because you can't. Mark, cut just cut this out. She physically can't. It's not my problem, it's a medical problem.